Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? We are back. We are back. We are back, baby. We got Friday. We got Friday. Yeah, we it's got Friday show. It's a Christmas episode. Welcome on in, everybody, to the Big Tilt. I'm happy. I'm happy to, to sit here and break down Week 16's matchup for y'all. But uh, I'm more so that I don't have to do it by myself, right? I actually have a special guest with me. Trevor Tipton, what's going on, Trevor? How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. Just in the gr- like, this is the grind of the season for me. Um, I'm fortunate; I have a lot of my high stakes teams in the playoffs right now. So, um, the CJ news was brutal. That really hurt. Um, he carried me in some spots uh, that I, you know, lost. You know, I back I back CJ up and Purdy up this year to a lot of my studs, and thankfully that I did because right, like. How many starting quarterbacks do we have left in the NFL? Like, none. right? Not none. Um, so yeah, but we're uh, we're excited. I like uh, I like the three day slate. Um, I actually like the main slate Sunday. So um, I I think there's some interesting spots, especially looking at ownership to take advantage of. Uh, and you know, let's go make a million dollars. Dude, I, I'm ready to make a million dollars. And this slate is fun, man. This is this is a weird slate. It's it's going to be a fun one though, because. We look at it. We got seven backup quarterbacks on the Sunday slate. We've got five games with 43 or less insinuated point totals. I mean, there's trap matchups across this whole entire board, but you mentioned one before the show. I'm not going to spoil it yet, but you mentioned one earlier that I completely agree with. I mean, the one that I'm going to go ahead and take it, and I'll discuss a little bit more here in a little bit, is like Tyson Chandler coming in at 25 to 35% ownership at 5,600. That's not a free square, people. 5,600 is not a free square. And he has a, he has a tough matchup. I, I just don't like it. I mean, this is just there, – there's one real game that I want to focus on here, and it's the Dolphins and Cowboys. Outside of that, I don't think that there's a direction that you have to go this week, but there's definitely some games that, that I want to stay away from. I don't understand why the ownership isn't higher for the Dallas Miami game. Like that's like the nuts offensive matchup. Like, yeah, it is nuts. Like, like this is like almost like I'm, I'm really considering like running one of my threes uh, as a just full onslaught of that game, like completely overstacking it. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you can't do it. 
And that's because, like, we're talking about Tyreek Hill, we're talking about CeeDee Lamb, uh, even Jalen Waddle with these two quarterbacks. I mean, it's tough to, to stack this game. I tried to build lineups today involving those guys. And and there are some pay down options, which we're, we're going to discuss, you know, in our sleeper segment to close out the episode. There are definitely some guys that I want in my lineups this week that are dirt cheap. However, it's tough. It's tough because you got to play two or three of them in order to get in like a Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek Hill, maybe even throwing like, you know, Jake Ferguson, right? If you're going on that side, it's a little bit more feasible with, with Waddle, to be honest with you. And if you fade CeeDee Lamb, you know, that could be interesting, but keep in mind, man, like this is, we don't know how Dallas is going to handle it. If Tyrone Smith, and Zach Martin are out. Like that's a big deal. And that's although huge, it happened in week three. It did happen in week three, and we didn't see anything taken away from Jake Ferguson. He still ran the majority of his routes. It was a slightly smaller route share, but it wasn't you know abysmal. It's like still eighty-two percent or something. Uh, plus, he wasn't you know he's still splitting off snaps and everything like that with some of the other guys. But he still saw seven targets that game. Caught five of them. I think he got a touchdown as well. So he was still like playable that week. I don't expect him to be in blocking, you know, this week. I don't expect him to take that role, but it would be interesting to see if they do that because the Miami Dolphins, man, they they they're looking good up front. They're they're able to get pressure on the quarterback now with Jalen Ramsey back. Their defense is impressive to say the least. The the one player that it actually did affect a little bit was Tony Pollard in the receiving game, but we don't really know if that was just the play calling, the fact that they they hated Tony Pollard. But, I mean, he only ran about 65% or so of, of his routes on the snapshot that he saw for passing downs that week. Did you see the article with Pollard this week, the interview with him? He talked no. about it. He just, like, this is one of the hard parts, right? They didn't leak it out. They never told anybody. He just came out and said, he goes, I was not 100% yet for my injury. He goes, I'm just now, the last couple weeks, getting back to like full explosions where I can cut where I have like full movement again. And look, all of a sudden, like he's getting fantasy points again because he's healthy. Um, it was one of my worries with him a little bit, but I still, you know, had a decent amount of exposure. Um, you know, had I known like he really felt that way, I would have, you know, I wouldn't have done it. You know, I mean, I hate running into the, you know, we saw the Falcons and, Arthur Smith get fined today because of the Bijan non-report, but right. Like those, you know, that injury mattered to him and it's made a difference. Um, so, I mean, I love that net environment. There's, you know, I love your boys this week, that game. Um, I, I kind of, you know, we'll talk about Chandler. That's not necessarily the spot I love there, uh, but I like that game. Um, and then there's uh there's a, a dirty game that I, I think, uh, I think will be interesting to attack. So we will dive into that, and I probably should hit the the, the midway segment to, to get us rolling into this episode. But I do want to mention that the way that I'm going to be really attacking this game, right, to, to get some shares into it, like you almost have to hope that there's a player, there's a quarterback out there who's cheaper, who you can still play CeeDee Lamb, you can still play Tyree Kill, right, and you can still see both of them go off. You can even mix in some some Dalton Schultz, or I'm sorry, not Dalton Schultz. You can even mix in some Brandon Cooks and some, some Jake Ferguson, some Devin Chain makes sense too. But there has to be a quarterback that can still put up points with his legs, right? That can get you there where you don't have to pay all the way up to Tua. You don't have to pay all the way up to Dak. So with that being said, are you ready to kick this episode off? You ready to rock and roll and build some lineups? Because you know that's what we do here. That's what we yep. do at the Big Tilt. We just build lineups the whole time. 
Yeah, let's build some. I'm ready. All right, let's do this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And as you can see, I actually, you can see I was working on some lineups earlier, trying to figure out ways to make it work. If you're looking at the screen, uh, you know, ways to make the these different combinations work. So I'm going to pull those off real quick before we get into building lineups. Actually, let me let me take us ourselves out of, of DraftKings first, because I, I want to get a close-up view. I, I want more of your face. And I also want to talk about some of the, the stacks that you really want to base some of your lineups on, or just some of the guys that, that you will have in the majority of your lineups. Who are those studs that you're gravitating towards, Trevor? All right, so we'll talk about that game. I'll start with that game. So I actually like also the idea of doing like an A-Chan Lamb stack, like yeah. or a, right, a Hill Pollard stack. That's how I probably ultimately will end up attacking that game. Um, but I like that matchup. Um Guys that I like this week, um, I really like Jefferson this week uh, at his ownership. Uh, I know he's up there, but it's Justin Jefferson. I like that side. Um, I, I definitely think there's some opportunity there. Uh, and the game, the other game I like that's crazy is I like Arizona and Chicago. The Bears defense has been a little bit better. They can't this this week screams Justin Fields, right? The Cardinals can't stop the run. They are just horrendous versus it. We, you know, this is a game where you know Fields runs for 80 yards with a touchdown, throws for 220 and two TDs. At his price, he's you know he's breaking the slate um, with his current ownership. Yeah, Trevor. Trevor, you're taking my dude right now. Justin Fields is my guy this week. I haven't man. even looked at your guys yet. I don't even know who your guys are. This is just I, off the top of my head. Me. Hey, right. I, I love the love. I love the love. You know, I've always said Justin Fields is a start no matter what happens. Yeah. If he's below 7K this week, if he's below 7,500 up against Arizona, I'm taking him. And, and it does make me a little bit nervous, right? Because Justin Fields hasn't been reliable, but he has shown a trend, right? He's been on and off. and He's been alternating really good week and then really shitty week every other week for the past six or seven weeks now. So this is a week where he's scheduled to do well. You know, hopefully if that trend continues to follow, obviously that's not something we want to rely on. However, you know, I expect, like you said, the Arizona defense to not be able to stop the run, right? To be able to, to allow Justin Fields to run all over them. I feel like this is an Arizona team that has been playing pretty hard all year, but it's about time. It's about time for them to kind of, you know, let their, their foot off the gas. They're missing uh, Marquise Brown yet again. So another receiving weapon that's going to keep the ball out of the hands of, of, you know, DJ Moore and some of these downfield type targets. Although I still like DJ Moore. Don't get me wrong. That'll bring up here in a second. But the biggest thing is the Bears defense. The Bears defense has been nasty lately. I mean, yep. they have, they've been, I, and I didn't believe it. I looked at their schedule and I'm like, oh, they played some shitty teams. Like they, they this is not, ha and then last week they come out dominate again the week before that they come out they dominate and it's like okay when do you start buying in that this bears this young bears defense 
has finally gotten it. It's finally clicked. And honestly, it's when you look at the Montez Sweat trade. Montez Sweat has been an absolute monster for them in terms of pressure rate, and, and it's changed the entire team. He has single-handedly changed the way that this defense operates. And so that was a major get for them. But guess what? This Arizona team, right, they don't deal with pressure well to an extent. This could end up being a game where Justin Fields is looking at three different drives that start in their own or in the opposition's territory, right? Where we have short field positions. We know that Justin Fields, when he feels confidence, right? When he has a first down on the 40 yard line, it's the first play of the drive. He's going to throw that deep ball to DJ Moore. Or he's going to take that run and busted coverage, you know, where he sees a wide open gap and takes it for 30 yards rushing. You know, once he sees that, that blood in the water, right? He starts just moving. He's like a shark. He's a freaking shark, man. Justin Fields is a freaking shark. I'm telling you. <laughs> I didn't uh, yeah. think about it until now until I'm talking, and I'm like, yes, give me that. Give me yeah. Justin Fields. I, I like that spot for him. Um, I think it's a good spot. Um, I, I like the opportunity. I like the upside. Um, like I said, it's for me, it's even if they're playing on that short field, I just this is a game, like I said, he has a couple touchdowns, you know, and it's almost you can almost go naked with him. Uh <laughs> agreed. Merry Puka Christmas. Uh totally agree there today. Uh, that was a fun game last night. Um, other than, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll digress. I had the only thing I didn't hit on last night, I crushed last night, was I had Cooper Cup first TD and he dropped it. So I'm still a little salty. For those listening to the podcast, this is, we normally don't bring up comments on this show, but we were just uh, uh, comment here. I guess I brought up how Brendan Anderson said, Puka, Merry Christmas, Puka Dynasty holders. Right. Yes, it is. It's a very Merry Christmas to you all. So, here, here's the other one. What do you think about the man, the myth, the legend, the salary saver this week? Old, reliable Joe Flacco against a banged up Houston team. Well, before we go into that, right, because I still want to finish off my, my stacks as a whole, right, for DJ Moore. Uh, I mean, for Justin Fields, I do get behind DJ Moore. I think you'd have the two touchdown game pretty easily for 100 yards, right? Just call it a day, sign off. It was easy day, right? Blowout ends up happening. He could do this in three quarters, and it's still a good game. The bigger guy right here is Roshan Johnson, who Deontay Foreman had a personal day yesterday. I didn't see an update as to today what that was or, or if there was anything that he missed today. Uh, you're shaking your head as a no, so I'm assuming you haven't you're, seen anything either. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates. If if he's out, uh, Roshan, Roshan will be a start for me in high-stakes fantasy leagues if that's how much I like Roshan this week, like where I have, you know, five, six figures on the line. Like, uh, I'll start Roshan if Foreman is out 100% well, against this team. We also have, like, you know, Khalil Herbert, who didn't do well, wasn't efficient last week. I mean – Deontay Foreman lost yards last week, yet Roshan Johnson was rushing for 7.2 yards per carry, and he also had a receiving line. I think he had three receptions, four receptions for like 20-plus yards. He's a, he's a must-start at his pricing, which I think is, what, 4,800? Yeah, he was, it's he was dirt cheap. Yeah, so this is a way. This right here, Justin Fields, Roshan Johnson, mixing some DJ Moore, even Cole Komet. I don't know if he's healthy or not. We haven't seen the update, but if he's healthy – even Cole Komet, although I don't love Cole Komet, I like DJ Moore a lot more. But starting with that and then running the CD Lamb and Tyreek uh, mini stack, right? And then you're going to have to pay down, way down at all your other spots. But that's a way that you can still attack this, this Dolphins-Cowboys matchup, get the points from the quarterback position that could beat out Dak, that could beat out Tua, 
right? And then just hope that it's hyper-focused with just those two receivers and there's some turnovers involved and, and the defense is, you know, shut them down to an extent, right? But it, it's essentially a hyper-concentration of targets where Tyreek Hill is burning them deep. You have CeeDee Lamb out the slot because we all know Jalen Ramsey's been shutting down the outside receivers. So you can go ahead and cross Brandon Cooks and Gallup off the board as contributors. Now it just breaks down to CeeDee Lamb and Jake Ferguson. So this, that's the way that I would like to get involved in this game. Hell, I'll run out CeeDee Lamb and Jake Ferguson and Tyreek Hill in this matchup if I can fit him in the pricing. What do you think about bringing McBride back in the Arizona-Chicago game? Oh, I love it. I love McBride. That, it, that's all right. So. Yeah, right. So like bringing, you know, going Roshan Fields, DJ with a McBride bring back. I love I think that. Could open up, I think it could open up a lot of doors this week. I absolutely love that. I'm also okay with throwing out James Conner in this matchup, Look. assuming the Cardinals go down and hopefully Michael, Michael Carter, hopefully Michael Carter oh. does not assume a receiving role. Like we saw <laughs> last week, grade four receptions, please keep that yeah, away. That was, Let James Conner just be wild. healthy and, and be a part of the receiving game because if James Conner is getting six receptions, right? He, he's rushing for 60 yards and a touchdown. We're loving that for James Conner and the bears are really bad about containing the running back in the receiving game. And they're really bad about stopping him in the rushing game too. But more so the receiving game, they're just allowing a ton of receptions to the running back. And I want James Conner to get all of them. Yeah, so, right, so because if Fields goes off rushing, right, I don't know that Komet can get there. That's why I like the McBride bring back. I think that's like a good upside leverage spot uh, for that game. Yep, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, McBride is on there. And then I do want to throw out, I will have, I will have shares. I will sprinkle in some Michael Wilson. I'm going to sprinkle in some Rondell Moore as well. So, like, Rondell Moore is somebody that I really think could actually, you know, smash, depending on how the game goes. If this is a competitive game where the Cardinals can stay involved but they're down by, like, a touchdown, I think that Rondell Moore could end up having a massive week where they utilize him on the outside as quick dump-offs so that Montez Sweat cannot get that pressure on him. My, my biggest fear is that I run out Roshan Johnson. I mean, I'm sorry, I, I run out – uh, James Conner, and he ends up becoming just a pure blocker. So in areas that I'm not playing James Conner, I'm going to be playing Rondell Moore. I I totally agree there. That's uh, I think that's a good spot. I like the ownership because uh, Roshan will go up, uh, you know, especially if we get the announcement that Foreman's out. But uh, I think that's a good spot to attack because, like I said, like if as we start talking about right, say we want to stack, we want to go, just screw it. Like hey. McDaniel's going to come. We think he's going to air it out, even though we saw Cook just absolutely cook Dallas, right? We think you know, we, we want to go to a Tyreek Waddle. That's great, but, man, we got to get real cheap everywhere else. That's, yeah. you know, looking at pricing, you're like, oh, like it gets – going to get cheap real fast. So you brought up – we'll go ahead and, and transition into another stack that you want to talk about. You want to talk about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco? Joe, I mean – Nobody's going to own, right? Nobody's willing to own him. Uh, and Houston is banged up. Houston has been giving up fantasy points. And they're still, like, Houston needs to make this competitive, even not without CJ. As crazy as it is, they're not technically out of the playoff hunt yet. They still have a shot. Um, and Flacco, while his numbers are weird, he just keeps delivering and add his ownership, right? He's 5,500 bucks. He's only $5,500. So if I take just him and Amari, you know, maybe throw a Jerome Ford in, um, you know, that's a spot that you're 
your cumulative ownership is going to be so low and your price is so low, all of a sudden I start looking back at, okay, hey, I can get Tyreek. I can get CD. I can get Waddle. You know, I can get those big pieces that I want to have access to. Listen, I get it. I, I get where you're coming from, and, and I appreciate you for coming on the show, but I got to let you go now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I cannot get on board with you with Joe Flacco, and not for the reasons that you explained, right? Like, I actually like Elijah Moore as, like, a dart throw this week. You know, I, I, I even think that Cedric Tillman could be a dart throw if you really want him to. Um, but the Texans, the reason why they're so bad up against the quarterback this year is because they've allowed a ton of rushing yards and touchdowns. I believe they've allowed the most rushing touchdowns in the NFL, two quarterbacks this year. And, and I'm sorry to break this to you, Trevor, but I don't think Joe Flacco is going to be running for multiple touchdowns this week. Uh, I, I, I don't need he, him to do that. Uh, this is just a week where you're going to have to see three-plus touchdowns from your quarterback in order to get there, in my my opinion, up to the pay line. It's where you're winning big-time money in these tournaments. And the Texans haven't allowed a single uh, quarterback to throw more than, than two touchdowns against so, this team. So what do you think the point total is this week? Like, so let me walk you through this. What if nobody Hulk? So let me go the other way. What if nobody Hulk smashes? What if everybody's in that 20 to 25 point range? And then you get a quarterback for two to $3,000 less. That's at 18 to 20. Like, Hey, that would work. But I, I think this week we're going to see at least one smash. We, we have to. Okay. And I think that that quarterback's going to be the guy that, that, that wins the Millie maker. I think that that smash, right? Oh, I I, I definitely agree there. It, it, like, all right, I'm not convinced that we're going to see a smash from the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Like, I'm not, like, throwing all my money in saying, oh, it's going to hit over 50, right? Because that's where it's at. It's like 50, 49.5, somewhere in that range. I, I I do think that we'll see Jared Goff go off. We could see Nick Mullins potentially go off. We could see uh, Justin Fields potentially go off. We could see... Mullins is much higher than Flacco for me. I'm all over Mullins. He's yeah, just yeah. he's getting some steam. He's just getting a little steamy now. Like, but again, right? He's fifty three hundred bucks. Um, the other one that no one is talking about, and I don't know why, is why aren't we talking about Gino at fifty eight hundred dollars? I guess one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. I I was going to bring him up. He was on my list of guys that I want to talk about to be studs in my lineup because of the exact reason that you mentioned. But the reality is, is like Gino outside of what three weeks so far in the year just hasn't done anything. And it's like, it's so tough to get behind a, a guy that doesn't seem like he has his team, you know, on board with them. I, I agree. It's just right. When I'm talking about, am I, you know, if I'm not, I'm not talking about a cash play. I'm talking about trying to win a GPP event. Right. Like he gives me a path of there. I have to admit, I would have loved yeah. him to say, hey, we're going to stick with Locke and see what Locke can do after last week. Kind of the momentum of that drive, how he finished the game off. Uh, I think Locke has pretty good pocket awareness. And again, we know how to beat Tennessee. We know what the blueprint is. Yeah. And the, right. The blueprint is just well, go, throw, go throw the ball on him. This is this is the, the issue, right? This is where the hiccup comes in, which kind of blew my mind because I didn't even realize it. Jeffrey Simmons is out again this week. And yep. that is a massive, massive blow to Tennessee and that that run stopping game. Because like this has been a, a team that you want to essentially never run the ball against. So they've been fine the past two weeks, only allowing 55 yards and 39 yards 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's the Texans. I apologize. Let me switch over to the Titans. The Titans. Oh, no. The Titans have been terrible the past two weeks. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. So they've allowed 143 rushing yards and 141. I mean, depending on what happens with Kenneth Walker, which I have not seen that update yet. Uh, you know, we don't have to see Geno pass. It's without Jeffrey Simmons in there. Like, it, it just – Yeah, it, it's I, I whole don't, I, we can't put it past Pete Carroll to not establish the run. Yes, yes. Especially with a Jeffrey Simmons list. I was like, I was sitting there looking. I was like, wait, Tennessee has actually been okay without Jeffrey Simmons? No, they've been horrible without Jeffrey Simmons over there at defensive tackle. So, I mean, I, I want to get on board. I really do. I genuinely want to get on board with Geno Smith. I just, I cannot talk myself into it with some of the other guys that, that are around him. I mean, like you have, and I know the Jets have been great so far this season. They didn't look great last night or uh, last week they got Washington with Sam Howe. We know he can go off at any random time. You have Baker Mayfield, right? Who's 200 bucks more. And he's playing one of the worst pass defenses in the league up against quarterback. And then we talked about it. Nick Mullins, who's at 5,300 could absolutely go off. I even, I don't hate CJ Beathard because CJ Beathard, like you can't run the ball up against Tampa Bay. It's the same exact correlator, but you're talking about thousands of dollars less. So not thousands, probably about $8,000 less. But I, I I don't hate Gino. I'm not completely against it. I'm just not as on board. I, I do really like Tyler Lockett this week, though. Tyler Lockett's one of my favorite plays on the whole slate. Yeah, I think it dep- for me it's ownership-driven. Like, when it comes down to it, like, how are we going to drive that ownership across? I, right, I'm always trying to get, right, the lowest ownership combo I can. But, again, if we're talking about spots, like, we want to go there, like, this is what I'll and, and we talk about like what weird thing could happen to win the Millie. Yeah, Gino Smith could be it. Oh, uh, yeah. A uh, uh, hundred and fifty max player is going to have a lineup or two, and this is gonna this feels dirty to even say it out loud. It's gonna have a hundred and fifty lineups with two of them that have Trevor Simeon and Garrett Wilson stacks against the Washington Redskins. Yeah, which is great. Right? And that, like, and if I lose to that, I'm okay. But, like, that's, the that's this week could be, for me, could be that kind of week. Where one of those weird, like, he plays it because it's a salary saver. He gets a billion studs in afterwards. And then, you know, and Simeon gets you 18 points, 20 points. And, and you're happy. You're happy with that. Right. So I think that could be a gross spot. But uh, agree on Baker. I love, you know, we can talk about there. Uh, Baker's just delivered, delivered, delivered. This is a, essentially a playoff game for them in Jacksonville. Yep. You know, this game really matters. Uh, I love, you know, if we're going to talk about that game, I love Rashad. Again, uh, I arguably the best fantasy player this year per value, draft value capital, right? When you talk about a guy mid-round, I get there's some other guys who got late, but like weekend, week out, he's delivered. Um, and I agree. You know, one of the things you brought up is it's not a Hulk smash for me on there. I really, the other side for me is I really like your boys. I like the Detroit mini game. Uh, God, I love it. That to me has basically, I would almost a good a game environment as the Dallas game. And it's going to be way less ownership. Trevor, we could sit here, you know it, me and you could talk all night right. about this. We could have a five-hour-long podcast about DFS, and at the end, we will have one listener, and it'll probably be like my mom or something. But but we don't want to drive everybody, you know, completely nuts talking about the what-ifs. 
I, I do want to mention that I love Gibbs. I love Brees Hall, but let's build a lineup, baby. Let's build okay. a lineup. I, I do want to try and build one with, with Dak Prescott and Tua, but I don't want to start there. I want to start with the guy both of us love in Justin Fields. Do you, do you have any disagreement yeah. on that? No, no, let's. I agree. Let's go Fields. Uh, I mean, I like that Fields Roshan. I like the Fields Roshan DJ McBride start. Like, I think that could. Where are we at salary wise if we went those four? It's actually pretty, uh, pretty easy on us because we paid down so far at running back. Which, by the way, people, there's only like two or three running backs that you might want to play above 6K. All the other running backs are going to be in the 5K range, and their ownership is going to be almost non-existent because of how many running backs are available there. You're going to see a thousand different combinations, and the likelihood of somebody having a combination in the 5 to 6K range, or even, let's say, 4,800, because that's where Roshan is, the 4,800 to 6K range is the same as you, is going to be very, very difficult to find. So we're going to go with Justin Fields, Roshan Johnson, Although we don't need to make something different, I just think that that works. Meanwhile, we can run with uh, DJ, DJ Moore over here at 6,900. By the way, Justin Fields and Roshan Johnson, Justin Fields is 7,100, Roshan Johnson 4,800, DJ Moore 6,900. So DJ Moore is the expensive guy in all this, although Justin Fields is up there too. And then McBride is the third most expensive tight end on the slate. He's at 57. So it's not like we went completely cheap, right? It's not like we went, you know, just just throwing our, our money in the mud. But it still gives us some wiggle room. Now, let's pick out our defense. In the, the middle range, we can always switch it, you know, as, as we've discussed in the past. Let's switch it up. Uh, let's go with – I really like Chicago this week. I'm, I'm So do I. Like, I don't hate running the Chicago defense with them. They're going to uh... – I, we would have to see a pick six, I think, in order for that to happen. And McBride's getting involved because McBride McBride yeah. needs touchdowns. Yeah, At his pricing, he needs touchdowns. Two, probably. Yeah. Maybe not two. He needs to have at least 80 yards and a touchdown or two touchdowns and like 40 yards. Yeah. Oh, you went Jack. Okay. That was my other. That was Tampa my other Bay. Question. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay, 100%. That's and if we want to run out Rashad White, that's going to keep us off any other studs because Rashad White, I think, is the most expensive back on the slate at 7,100. Uh, 74. Uh, JT's, seven, yeah, JT 72, Rashad 74. Yeah, Rashad White is the most expensive guy, so that's going to eliminate us from anything else. But we're sitting at 5,700 per player. Let us know in the chat if there's a certain player you'd like to see in this lineup. Uh, keep in mind, we so, not, might not pick it, but you know, there's we're always open to interesting situations. What about like more like a six thousand dollar running back? Uh, I like the fifty five hundred range. I, I mean, anywhere yeah. in the 6K, six K, sixty five hundred down to to forty five hundred. I'm interested. Yeah, so I love Aaron Jones versus Carolina. Uh, he's a little more. He's sixty four. Um, I actually like Jerome Ford at fifty four hundred. Uh, that's a good price point for me. I'm going through everybody here. What about Gibson? I mean, Gibson's sitting here, you know, somewhat uh, pretty. I can't, I can't play him after last week. Uh, <laughs> I don't, and it's, it's because I don't trust Ron to not like be Ron Riviera is my issue. Um, I, that I, I just can't, I can't trust him there. Um, God, the other side is probably Chuba. Like as crazy as it say Chuba, I don't. So I like Bajan. I think this is. I think Arthur Smith is a nut job, and he comes back and he uses Bajon this week uh, to try to save his job. But again, that's low sixes where if we want to stay in the fives, right? Chubas gets us to five. 
Uh, the other cheap one I really like this week is Tajay. If we want to get a salary saver in there, um, I don't see the need for Tennessee to keep beating Henry into the ground. Uh, Tajay has looked great the last few weeks. Uh, he's their running back of the future, and he's like four. I want to say forty seven hundred bucks this week. Forty seven. Yep. Yeah, like that's a right. If we want to make room for the Tyreeks, the you know the Lambs, the Waddles, that's another spot I think we could find. You know, find some room out there. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, it's interesting because we could think that like this could be the lineup that we say, hey, everybody, every team busts, right? We don't see a single team hit over fifty outside of this game, and we could go James Conner at fifty nine hundred and be sitting real pretty if this game hits sixty points. But I don't want to go that heavy on this game. I want to try and mix it up a little bit. I'm just throwing that out there because this is right now we have the base to our lineup, right? And what you do is, is you go over to the DFS Dominator app over on Player Profiler. You take our base, right? And you just mix in the stuff, right? It'll give you 150 lineups you can throw out and you can mix in the ones that you want, throw out the ones that you don't want. DFS Dominator is awesome. We're going to hear a little bit about that later. But I mean, that's what about uh, all right? So, uh, what about a 5k Charbonnet being that you know what it no Jeffrey Simmons and we know Pete Carroll, right? It's not a it's not out of not only is it not out of it is in Pete Carroll's wheelhouse to just go all Kenneth Walker all there. I, I like Jerome again, I like Jerome Ford in this spot. Um, same 5400 to use Charbonnet at five. Um, you know, he has you know, he has that you know, upside at his price to, you know, go three X, you know, and if he goes four X, we're like, right. He starts getting four X. We're so far ahead of the field. Yeah. So I like, if, if Walker's out, I'll, I'll run Charbonnet all day, but I don't want to touch Charbonnet. If, if Walker plays, Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's only if, uh, you know, if a Walker's out. Yeah. Jerome Ford, meanwhile, hasn't done it for me lately. I love Jerome Ford coming in. He hasn't done it for me lately, but this is an interesting spot. Uh, you know, we talked about how Houston has been limiting the wide receivers and the quarterbacks as a whole. I feel more comfortable with Jerome Ford at this place. Uh, I just think it gives us, right, like if, as we're talking about like salary relief and options. Let's, let's come back to running back and see okay. how much money we have left. Let's yeah, go let's ahead. go build it and figure out what we want to play with it. I like that. We both like Tyler Lockett, right? That could be a I, good I we throw in. I like Jackson Smith and Jigba as well up against Tennessee. Uh Obviously, he had the game-winning touchdown last time. I like so I like Lockett with Gino. I like JSN if it was Drew Lock. So what about Parker Washington? I mean, we could see Zay Jones out, right? It's CJ Beathard who had that connection with Parker Washington. Trevor Lawrence and Parker Washington just didn't seem to be on the same page if you watched the games. Like yep. there was just a disconnect. C.J. Beathard went off with Parker Washington because they've been playing pretty much the whole season together as the second-string guys. Uh, you know, Parker Washington at 3,800. Yeah, like he's a great salary saver. Like he's one of my favorite salary savers this week. Yeah, that's that was going to be one of my sleepers <clears throat> that I was going to mention. But I, I'm spoiler. I really like him. I'm going to throw him in here. I also like J-Mo, uh, Jameson Williams, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. But – I mean, Parker Washington just has that connect, and he's the second receiver on this team now. The yeah, second I mean, receiver behind just Calvin yeah, Ridley. Yeah. I don't don't get me so sad about missing all that. So you'll make <laughs> me cry. 
That, that's just a great way to kind of figure out where our budget could lie. So I'm going to go ahead and throw them in there. We, we now have 6,400. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's... Uh, like we, like this, you want to get real wild, right? We go Parker. You brought him up. So we go Parker Jameson and then right. Like our flex, you know, our flex running back is we got, and we can put in pretty much anybody we want to play. Let's throw Jameson Williams in there and just see what happens. I want to get uh, – the whole point of this was to try and get Tyreek Hill and CeeDee Lamb into this matchup. We're not going to be able to get both. Yeah, we'd have to pay down a tight end. But what we could do, maybe – What is Ferg- yeah, What if we go down. Ferguson instead of McBride? Yeah, we could – well, we still want somebody to run it back, right? We would We'd end up – if we did that, we'd probably play James Conner. Right. Yeah, I'm just like right. I'm just thinking price wise where we're where we're landing right now. Well, I definitely want to play somebody from Arizona because there's no way Roshan's going to be involved if it's a complete blowout. Yeah, you just we I for me it's just McBride. He's just worth the spin there. So what do we have? I agree with you. I completely agree. We have 6,200, so we're still sitting pretty. Uh, but that means that we're just going to be playing Ceedee Lamb solo, and it's going to be a blowout, you know, performance on one side. Uh, Miami's not going to be keeping up. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would love to play. Let's see. Ferguson is 49. Let me do this. Let me switch in Ferguson. We're left with 7K. I can get in Dev, Devon, a chain in here. If yeah, I see, I, I brought that up at the beginning of the show. Give me an HN Lamb and right, and we run that in. I really like that. We would have to punt all the way down to the Panthers defense away from the Buccaneers and play a chant. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Panthers defense against Green Bay. It's not the worst thing that ever happened. It's not. Though. It's not. I'm just let me let me. I'm looking at something. You know what? I actually I uh, I actually like it. Uh, looking at what I model them at myself. Um, I I don't I don't think they're Ooh. the worst. I think we could also real quick. We could also go with a different defense than that. I just plugged an H and we have a hundred bucks left. So I could go with the oh, Vikings gonna... against Detroit. No, I don't want to do that. I'd rather no, play no, the, Panthers no. the, the play would be as if we could stack the bears there. Cause we got rid of McBride, but I think we're a hundred bucks off. Yeah. Yeah, we are. No, we're, ah. we're, we're a couple hundred off. We're like 300 off, 400 off, 300 off. So right now we're looking at Justin. Well, then I would actually have to switch out CeeDee Lamb. Oh, man, we got into a rabbit hole doing this. Because now I don't want to have two. I guess I could have two Dallas players in a complete blowout and just assume, yeah, yeah, they're going to run away with it. Tyreek Hill gets 80 yards and, and a touchdown, doesn't pay off his salary. Jalen Waddle gets 80 yards and a touchdown, doesn't pay off his salary. A-Chan gets two touchdowns and 100 yards rushing and a complete blowout where Dallas has to do what they did last week and just load up Jake Ferguson and CeeDee Lamb in the fourth quarter, and they get a shit ton of receptions and yards. Okay, so so hear me out here. What if we get unique at tight end and we went Tampa D with Kate Otten instead of having Ferguson? Hmm. 
I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I don't think Kate Otten is going to be that that Millie Maker winner. That's exactly why he's going to be the Millie Maker winner because everybody's sitting there saying, I, I don't think that guy can ever get us there. Let me pull up his. I'm pulling everything. One up. time, one time he was able to do it off two touchdowns. Yep, yep, hold on. Where they put up 39 points or 37 points. That game total, that game total at 74 points, Trevor. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and if it is, the problem we need is, is the Bears, in there. right? And my challenge is, is the Bears are one of like the worst de- defenses in the NFL versus tight end. That's why I like McBride so much there. Yeah, I agree. Like, McBride is good chalk for me. McBride's going to be chalk, but he's worth the chalk. Uh, but, but Jacksonville. Listen, Jacksonville's the first, fifth worst defense in the league versus tight ends. Um, they're they're giving up two hundred fantasy points. You need give up. you need sixty points to be scored in that game for K. Dot to be relevant. They scored seventy four for him to be relevant. Yeah, yeah, the only but, game but this year. The, the problem is, game, is yeah. The but, only game where he could have been in the Millie Maker lineup, just even in it. He, they had to put up 74 points or 76 points. It was 76 points. It, it, he's not going to be the primary target in this offense. He won't even be the secondary. He's not even the tertiary. The tertiary is, is Rashad White. And, and even if people are saying he can't get there, there's a reason why. That's I'm 100% going to play him in a lineup now, just so you know. <laughs> I, I 100%. Like, so I'm – Listen, I'm pretty known for willing to like get weird, but it's why I've won some crazy stuff. It's because I'm just willing to do stupid shit like that. Uh, we already have. Oh, too much hey, know who shit. we're not talking about? Oh my gosh, I just I just looked right now. Know who we're not talking about? Who? Why aren't we looking at Tyler Conklin versus Washington? I mean, I get it, Simeon, but Conklin's not going to be owned. He's been super used in the offense and like he has like 15, 18 point upside. Why are you trying to, to pivot off of Jake Ferguson? That's all I want to know. Well, no, here was why, because I didn't like the lamb Ferguson stack. So my thing is, is if lamb, right. If lamb say lamb goes eight, one 25 and a TD, Ferguson go right. Ferguson goes six sixty in a TD. We need Dak to not do anything else, right? Yeah, like, that's and that's what he. That's what the Miami Dolphins have been doing this whole year, right? They limit one yeah. receiver, typically the slot guy, and then they allow the tight end to put up points, and they shut down everybody else. I mean, yeah. Brandon I mean, Cooks. Okay I'm just again. I'm I. I like it. I don't hate it. I'm. I was just trying to get a way to get off the Panthers defense. Yeah, that. I mean. Panthers defense is obviously the grossest spot here. I just don't see an area that I would want to pivot off unless we move away from DJ Moore because we just think this is going to be a rush-heavy game and it's going to be a complete blowout. The only thing that I would like, I guess, to, to add to this is somebody from Arizona. So maybe if we switch off J-Mo and get Rondell Moore in there, I might like that. I don't hate Rondell here. Uh we we still got two other lineups to build too. We're running out of time, yeah. baby. All right, let let's let's go with this. <laughs> let's go down this road. Oh, we I pivot off good road. We pivot off JMO. Okay, we do Rondell Moore, and we can upgrade three hundred dollars at our defense. I, I like it. I, it gets us to at least like I think Tampa. 
Let's do that. And I love JMO this week. I'm going to be playing plenty of JMO. Once again, people, this is just a skeleton build. Use what we're doing, uh, the, the general consensus of it, and, and you know, try to take some of these, these lineups and, and apply them to yourself. So which defense do we take? It would have we to be get, it would have to be we get the Bay. Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get the Bucks there at that price. All right. We're in. Enter. All right. First lineup is built, my friend. I hope you're feeling good. I like I hope, it. I hope I hope you do. I, I hope you love it. I hope everybody at home loves it. We got comments in there. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to the comments here in a second. I talked a little bit about the DFS Dominator. I, I need y'all to hear just a little bit more about it because it's worth listening to. Let's go ahead and check this out. DFS getting harder every year, but we're here to make it easier with the DFS Dominator because I know a lot of optimizers keep coming out. Oh, our optimizer. What about this optimizer? But that optimizer. Well, we have a cash game optimizer that leverages the projections from Dario, Billy, the award-winning projections at playerprofiler.com and builds the best lineups for cash games that have both upside and stability because that's what you want. It's a couple clicks, boom, boom, boom. You get the best possible lineup for your cash games. But for tournaments, traditional optimizers don't work. That's why we have a lineup genius, which takes you through the process of building lineups the way they should be built. Which quarterbacks do you want to be overweight on? Then building stacks, then setting runbacks, then optimizing, and generating up to 150 lineups that you can easily import into DraftKings, into FanDuel. That's the DFS Dominator. It's only $45. A year, not not a week, a, a year, a year. Just go to Player Profiler, click on the DFS Dominator from the menu, and you won't be sorry. Whoosh, that's right. People go check out the DFS Dominator. I can't stop talking about it. I use it all the time. Now, let's go ahead, Trevor, as I accidentally exit off of the the, uh, the um, DraftKings sheet. I need to hear from you. What some of the guys you're avoiding this week? Let's let's hear it. Some guys that you don't want anywhere close to your lineups. Uh, Devin Singletary out his ownership. This is wild. I don't know what. Like I, I literally thought my computer was broke. Like, and I'm I'm looking. I'm still I'm looking at his like, I'm looking at his, his ownership here, and I'm trying to figure out like what I missed to get like him to be right now the projected highest owned running back. I get there's only fifty five hundred bucks, but I don't get it. Like it's Cleveland people. Like they're one of the best run defenses in the NFL. I like I can't like I've literally like I started searching. Like did I miss an injury report? Is a bunch of like am I missing stuff that nobody else is missing? Like I I don't understand. So he he is absolute positive full fade for me this week. Like I will have. Zero shares. If I did lose because I didn't play Devin Singletary, I am okay with it. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it either. It's just not there for me. It won't be in my lineups. I, I didn't even think about him playing, and then you brought him up prior to the show, and I was like, wait, what? Like he's up there for real? That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's wild. Like that is, like he's wild to me. Um, and then. 
I don't really have like I don't want the other guy that I don't want a lot of exposure to is your guy, so I'll let you take him because yeah. that's the other guy that I, and uh, it's funny because they're right there in ownership. Yeah, Ty Chandler. I, I don't get it. Uh, he has a tough matchup up against Detroit. This is a game, by the way, people that Detroit should run away with, especially especially Phillips, the, the defensive tackle, misses this game because you already talked about the, the second, arguably the best offensive line in the league with the Detroit Lions, right? We talk about a team from Minnesota that blitzes excess, excessively, but completely unsuccessfully. So they're blitzing all the time, and they, they really don't get pressure on the quarterback. It's pretty bizarre outside of you know their one stud defensive end. If Phillips misses this game, they're just going to rush all over them. And Ty Chandler is going to, to end up pretty much being held into block, right? He's not involved in the receiving game very often. I think his career high in receptions is like four. Right? He might see two or three, but he doesn't really do anything with them. He doesn't have breakaway ability. He's essentially just, you know, going to compile yards, but he's not going to get that opportunity to compile yards this week because guess what? Detroit is going to be busting the Vikings' ass. So I love the the passing game in this matchup for, for Minnesota. I love Jameer Gibbs, which I didn't get a chance to talk about. I love Jameer Gibbs this week. I love running out Justin Jefferson. Hell, I don't think I've ever said it on this show, but I'm cool with Jordan Addison. I actually like – I would play him. I would play him in a lineup this week. All right, well, let's build build our game stack out of this game here. Uh, I I think we're both on the same page. All right, let's do that. Share screen again because I actually – So here is what's been great on social media that I love this week too. I'm going to talk about your pressure rate thing, right? We know golf hasn't been – isn't great against pressure. It's documented. We know it. And everybody's touting the the blitz rate of the Vikings, but nobody's talking about how it doesn't actually bring pressure, and all it does is get burnt like toast. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it is literally – like, they don't get pressure on them. It's absurd. And everybody's like, oh, man, they blitz a ton. Jared Goff's going to be under pressure. Well, Jared Goff also has the third-best completion percentage, I believe, indoors. And he has a top five completion percentage indoors under pressure. But that doesn't matter because the Minnesota Vikings, although they bring pressure all the time, they don't get pressure on the quarterback. How do you alleviate pressure? You use the screen game, which the Detroit Lions are extremely, extremely talented with. And guess what? Minnesota sucks to defending. We're going to see a lot of Dave Montgomery rushing up the middle and and running draw plays as well. We're going to see a lot of Jameer Gibbs in the screen game. I like both those guys. And I love playing Goff with Jameer Gibbs and give me Jamison Williams, who we talked about earlier, as as a way to you know add another fuel to this fire of a lineup that we are about to build. So something I'm really considering running in my three max this week is I'm really considering running a Monty Gibbs stack with like an Addison or yeah JJ bring back and just run those two right like run those two stack together like I like them stack. And I like the Miami back stacked. I like Raheem uh, Devin stacked this week. So uh, I think I think nobody's going to be willing to do it, and it gives an interesting spot. All right. Well, let's get – we want to start with Jared Goff in this, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Going Goff. Over over Mullins. Because Mullins yeah. actually we, – we built a Fields lineup already at 7,100. We could build a cheaper one if you'd like to. Here, here's why I like this. Mullins currently is the third highest owned quarterback. Goff is bare, is right at number 10. So give me a guy that is less than 50% of his ownership. Uh, 
on the better offense with the better offensive line. Now, the reason why I like to play Jamison Williams over playing Amon Ross St. Brown is because you don't handicap yourself with the salary. If you play Amon Ross St. Brown, you're screwed. You're paying down at every single level. I'm going to put in the Bears defense for now because we both like the Bears defense yep. uh, this week. And we might not have any Bears players in this lineup or Arizona players. So we got Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, Jamison Williams, the Bears defense. We got about... 5,900 per play left. Man, we could go anywhere with this. Let's go ahead. I, I I like Justin Jefferson, man. Do we want to pay up for Justin Jefferson? He's only 8,100, which is has to be mean, one of the cheapest he's been all season. I, I, that, that's for me. This is a JJ buy spot. Very few times in the next, you know, three to seven years. I was about to we, say years. <laughs> right, years. Are we going to get JJ for $8,100 on a main slate you, only you weeks to, one and week two in the nfl season in each year will we see anywhere close yeah, yeah i'm talking about like real weeks so yeah 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 so like we we're just you're never going to get him like at this point in the season uh at that price like he is i, I think he's a great pay up here yeah i i love him he's my go-to everywhere i don't mind playing jordan addison but justin jefferson is a 1500 discount from his normal like production like imagine if you said hey we're taking over unders and Justin Jefferson sitting at 45 yards. It's like, yes, you take that every single time. Yes. Like there is no question. You take Justin Jefferson at 4,500 every time. I mean, at 45 yards, you take him every time, 55 yards, you take him every single time, 60 yards, 65 yards. You take him every single time, right? When around like 75, you start questioning, do I want to take the over on that? Because he hasn't been healthy. You know, we don't know if he's right, but if you see him at 60 yards over under, you take him. That's what his pricing is pretty much insinuating. Is that that he is not going to put up a normal Justin Jefferson game or anything even relatively close? He's to be putting up Jalen Waddle type game, seventeen points. Totally agree. So we're, we're going to play Justin Jefferson with Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, and Jamison Williams. Who, by the way, Jamison Williams is the real deal. Potentially, we saw seven targets last week. Uh, he's running, you know, in-depth routes that I absolutely love. You know, he's not just running wind sprints up the sidelines. So that's very encouraging. You know, it, it seems like they finally figured out a way to utilize, and we know that most of the focus is going to be in Amonara St. Brown. So we have 5,300, 5,400 almost left. Uh, this could be a great spot for us to play Trey McBride if we'd I, like I, to. Yep, I like Trey here for sure. And Let's another wide receiver I like this week that nobody's talking about, and he's just not owned, and he has proven it doesn't matter who his quarterback is, is Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson continues to get peppered with targets. He's their only real receiving option, um, and they get Washington this week. Uh, I don't know why people aren't willing to play him. Right, Go give me eight I targets again for 80 yards and – you know, uh, hopefully a TD, and and you're crushing at his ownership. I have him the fourth highest ownership, or the the fourth highest player, the first highest uh, wide receiver on two different sites. I don't even have him top ten. <laughs> yeah, I have about it's Jets, Ty Chandler, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson on this one, and then it's the same one on the other. No, I'm yeah, sorry, Ty. A... Uh, Brees Hall is below. Devin Singletary is above him. So yeah. Yeah, Garrett Wilson is is high on for me. I guess you know, make an educated uh, guess on this one, but everyone I've yeah, talked yeah, I'd to like has him less there. in high ownership. But where I'm looking right now, he's just not owned. So, um, 
I, again, I like attacking defenses I know aren't good. Um, yep. So, th- you know, those are spots I, I want to go after. Um, I'm down to throw them in this lineup. You want to get them in this lineup? or? Yeah. Hell, we could get Roshan Johnson in this lineup and do a skinny uh, stack. With oh, Roshan I love, see, I love that because then our wide receiver flex, we got Buku salary. Yeah, we'll do 5,800. And then we got Roshan at 48. And I know we played Roshan in the last one. I normally wouldn't double up on this one, but it just feels like the inevitable spot to, to go at 4,800. I can't believe his ownership isn't higher. That's a little bit bizarre to me. You got to put him at uh, running back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. All right. So we got Roshan. Where are we? 4,800. Now we're sitting here with Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, Roshan Johnson. Jamison Williams, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, Trey McBride, the Bears defense. We have 5,200 left. Obviously, this is insinuating that the Miami Dolphins and uh, Dallas Cowboys game doesn't do anything because we don't have a single player from there. Typically, you know, that's not the recipe for success where we bet against the only 50-point over-under and we take players from multiple games. Uh, But we do have a major correlation with the Detroit-Minnesota game, we have a mini correlation with the Arizona and Chicago game where we probably won't correlate is the Jets and Washington, which I'm fine with. So, you know, we, we just are insinuating that there's independent value to be had, that he has two touchdowns and like 80 receiving yards, 100 receiving yards, and he just dominates the slate, finishes off as the top five wide receiver this week is what we're insinuating with, with Garrett Wilson. So, we have a flex spot open. We're sitting at 5,200 remaining. We have guys like Noah Brown, Antonio Gibson, Drake London, Zach Charbonnet, who, by the way, we have suggestions in the chat to get Zach Charbonnet in our lineups. Listen, it makes sense, and I'm down for Zach Charbonnet, but up until I start seeing uh, the progression or the lack thereof progression, from Kenneth Walker, I am not in on Zach Wilson yet. We also have some Tajay Spears love. We actually discussed Tajay Spears a little bit earlier in the show. We really do like him. Uh, he's definitely on the board for us. It's more so about the build and what we're looking for in this game. For example, if this game ends up hitting below probably 40 points, Tajay Spears doesn't do enough to get you over that hump for the big tournaments to pay off. Like if he ends up having five receptions for 60 yards and maybe 20 yards rushing at 13 points ain't getting you anywhere. Yeah. It's for me here. It's, it's this, the order and it's close, but it's Brown, Curtis, Samuel, Drake, London, and then Tajay. Ooh. But I I like Tajay more than all those guys. Yeah. I, I love Tajay's upside this week. I have personally bet a bunch of Tajay overs, so I'm on Tajay this week. Actually, I like Gibson. I like Gibson more than Tajay. I just think that, especially for where yeah, I mean, we can correlate. We can correlate the game. I, That's I a just... lot. That's a lot of correlation. Yep. That's a lot of correlation. Um. Oh, we have Jackson Smith and Jigbo. Yeah, I don't hate. Yeah, I don't hate JSN at that price for sure. And that's an independent play. I know that you said you yeah. like him more with Drew Locke, but 
Yeah, I don't, but I don't hate like for this build. I, I I'm good with that in this build. That's kind of where I was looking at. Like, yeah. there's a bunch of guys we could squeeze in here and you know say, hey, it works, but it doesn't work for this build. Like Tajay yeah. Spear does Spears doesn't really work for this build because we already have our, our minimum guys without yeah. maximum upside. Like for example, Roshan Johnson, right? He's, no, he's a guy for this J build. I, I like the JSN play here. Leave the salary on the table. Take the JSN, and we can move on. Yeah, 700. All right, let's do it. Oh, man, we're already at 8 o'clock. Woo! We got to build one lineup super fast. And this is like the most interesting section this week, and it's our flyers. It's our flyers, man. All right. Let's go ahead and let's build one more lineup. I, got, I still get a 50K fair catch for the single entry. Oh, crap. I just submitted that one. All right. Let's go to 25. I just submitted the last one into two lineups. It's all right. I'll switch it up later. All right. So, this one is interesting as to where we go with the quarterback position because we already took two guys that are around the same price, 7,100 and 6,900. I feel like we got to pivot down to show the people what it's like to build with a, a cheaper guy, one of these, these dudes that, that you brought up earlier that can really go off. I'm interested in Trevor Simeon. I'm interested in C.J. Beathard. I'm, I'm way more Simeon than Beathard. Okay, uh, is there anybody else in this range that you might be more interested in? Because like, the I, other one for me is is an Atlanta stack with Heineke, Heineke, London, Bijan. God, why do you like Drake London so much? I'm I hate kidding. Arthur Smith. I love Drake London, so I like his price this week. Uh, and Indy hasn't been very good defensively lately. Yeah, yeah, and Indy's really great up against the slot. I'm down. Let's do it. Why not? Like, if you we like want to go that more than Simeon. Uh, no, I like Simeon. But Simeon breaks the slate because he's not going to be owned. Like the he's upside is Washington. Like everybody has smoked Washington this year. Everyone, and I, I get right. We saw like this is the type of game we saw what Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders just did to the Chargers. This is a game Simeon and the Jets could do this to Washington. I don't think they put up 63, but I, it's not out of the realm to watch them go put up 40. And honestly, I like Brees Hall in this matchup yep, because same. of Washington. I totally agree. I love Brees Hall. I know he's going to see high ownership, but I love some Brees Hall. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna play some Brees Hall. We're going to play some Garrett Wilson, right, because we already discussed right. that. Uh, I like to Samuel bring back here. I don't even know if we need a bring back in this one. This could just be a complete blowout. Oh, in, yeah. In like, listen, like Washington. Sam's bad, and they bench him for Brissett, right? And, and all then, of a sudden, there's no points generated. Right, and it's just the Jets scoring. Yeah, it, like, yeah, that's exactly what okay. I'm thinking. I, I like and that. It, all it has cool to do, that. at this point, we just need four touchdowns, right? We need one passing yep. and one receiving. I mean, one receiving and one rushing from Brees Hall. We need one to Garrett Wilson, right, and then 100 yards receiving. And He's Trevor Simeon at three touchdowns is, is phenomenal. Wilson's going to have eight to 10 receptions this week. Like he's just going to get peppered with targets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I think we're fine with this. Okay. I like Does that this there. make it to where we have to play the Jets defense though? Because then Washington's going to be forced to drop back and pass. We're going to see plenty of turnovers. If this is the case that we believe it is. I mean, at the end of the day and right. Who gets sacked a ton, right? Like if we're saying this is going to be a blowout, then we play the Jets D. Yeah, I, I feel like we we're kind of like obligated at this point to play the Jets D, but Agreed. the Jets D is also the highest on 
defense on the slate, but Trevor Simeon should help balance that. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. If we, we start talking about like correlation, um, the, uh, yeah, I like that there. No, we're fine. All right. So we're sitting pretty, we got six K left per spot. This is a great spot to get in both Tyree kill and CD lamb. You against it? No, no, let's go. That's, that's why we're, that's why we're doing this build. Yep. And then, Let's talk about some sleepers real quick, uh, just because I didn't separate and have some time for this. Uh, Montgomery, his pricing rate should have Gibbs as the heavier one owned. I don't think that his pricing really works for this one, so I guess I'll, I'll skip the majority of this conversation. But uh, I, I think that if that game turns into a blowout, Montgomery's worth playing. I've already talked about Jamison William, Kraft, Tucker Kraft. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't bring him up because you had him on your list. I'm starting yeah. Tucker Kraft a ton this week in my fantasy semis. Uh, in the big FF, you know, PC, NFC, you know, runs, I, I'm starting craft. Uh, we know Musgrave's not active now, so we're, it's, it's all, it's all hands on deck for me with craft. Yeah. Plus if Jaden Reed doesn't play, Christian uh, Watson doesn't play, you know, all they Watson have is, ain't going to is... play. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have hamstrings. <laughs> and then all you have is Devonta Wicks, you know, yeah. like that's, yeah. Tucker craft could end up being a lock. Uh, so I love him as a sleeper. We are talking about Parker Washington, who's probably my, my favorite sleeper on the whole board. Um, and then Traylon Burks makes a lot of sense for this make game. You know, if they want to start getting their other guys involved. Plus, we've seen we've seen what Traylon Burks can do with uh, with Ryan Tannehill. Like he's already shown that he can produce with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there just hasn't like been Burks. a bigger sample size. Totally agree. And then you have Xavier Gibson, who we could play in this lineup if we didn't want to play Garrett Wilson. Dude, if we fade Garrett Wilson, we play Xavier Gibson. In this lineup, like we're talking about, like hammer time for uh, for playing some studs. Like we could really think of this game or that that. Yeah, listen, we're playing it here. Let, let's make this one weird. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go Gibson. Because it was either Conklin or or Craft uh, for me there. All right, so go uh, Xavier Gibson here. Yep. Oops. Oh, it's Gibson, right? G-I-P. Yeah, there it is. All right. Yeah, yeah this is weird now. Yeah, so we're, we're, we have an additional 1000 bucks per so, spot left for three more positions. So what uh, about stacking this with how much are we down to? Uh, we have a 5K apiece. And also, about, real quick, just to finish, Josh Reynolds, Cedric Tillman, Elijah Moore, my other three uh, sneaky guys that you can run in here. But go ahead. Uh what about st- – you brought him up earlier. What about putting Jordan Addison in the flex? God, this is getting a little too weird. I, I Yeah, to – wait, did I add Aminorah? I didn't even – I didn't mean to no. add Aminorah. I meant to add CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Um. So, Addison. All right, we got Addison over there in the flex. We're left with 4,100. Are we going craft at tight end? Why not? Let's do it. Yep. And then we have running back left, 4,500 on a running back. God, are we going so all Roshan? Roshan. <laughs> it was close, <laughs> but we are not in there. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so I'm not on Gibson this week. I like Chris Rod better. Uh, this, is the, this is a game where I could totally see them going to him and starting to use him. So I, I like C-Rod here. Dude, these low, or these like 4K to 4,800, 4,600 running backs are terrible this this week. 
yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah, it's C Rod for me. It, it fits the lineup. It fits the stack. Um, it gives us you know that bring back. Like I like it. It's a game correlation, right? Hey, it's a blowout. It's a blowout so bad they're using him too. Yeah, they don't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah, it's just tough because he just doesn't do anything. And I know the Jets' rush defense is terrible, but he just he's such a plotter. He's such a plotter. Who else do we right. have? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, we got. If we want to do that, we got to go ahead. Well, what about if we just take out Jordan Addison real quick? Let's just okay. take out Jordan Addison just to see, right? Because Jordan Addison has almost no piece in this lineup. He's just a random play. If if we pivot down wide receiver, like let's say five k ish, right? What was Jordan Addison at six k? So yeah. like fifty five hundred. Like, oh, let's try Tyler Lockett. See who's available with Tyler. Yeah, Lockett. we didn't get any Lockett in. So we have at running back AJ Dillon. Johnson, Trey Sermon, Cream Hunt. That's still gross. Outside of Roshan. Yeah. God, Roshan's gonna see increased ownership. By the time ownership numbers actually roll around, Roshan's yeah. gonna jump because there's just nobody you play. Oh, let's play Tajay Spears. That's yeah, how yeah. We Tyler Tajay there we go. Yeah. There we go. There's yeah, the love for Tajay. There it is. All right. We got Trevor Simeon, Priest Hall, Tajay Spears, Xavier Gibson. Tyreek Hill, C. Lamb, Tucker Craft, Tyler Lockett, and the When Jets this lineup defense. wins a lot of money, I'm going to talk a lot of shit on social media. <laughs> Just for the fuck of it. Yeah. This is the grossest lineup I've ever put together. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, we ended up getting Taji in there. We, we found the right lineup where it just makes sense, right? Yep. Where there could be some scoring involved. Hopefully they hit the 40-point over, um, you know, and he gets in on that. But outside of that, my friends – that brings us to the end of the episode. You got anything to add? You got anything to, to say to the people out Man, there? Run pure this weekend. Good luck in all your fantasy, you know, championship rounds. I hope everybody goes good. Thanks for listening in. Uh, you know, we still got some more DFS coming, but we love you guys. And uh, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. Absolutely love it. Thank you guys for joining. We will see you next week. I will be here next week at 7 seven o'clock Eastern time, excuse me, seven o'clock Eastern time. Make sure you guys hit subscribe over there. Oh man. And go follow us over there on Twitter at FF underscore intervention and at what is yours? FF. See you later. FF. See you later. Peace guys. We'll see you next week. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All-In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.